one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. My name is Kelza Garcia, and these are my co-hosts. Hi, I'm Dylan. I'm Alexis. And I'm Braden. Today, we're talking about the Social Security Income Restoration Act. So this act was introduced in June 2021 by Arizona Representative Raul Grijalva, and it was co-sponsored by around 45 Democratic representatives. The U.S. Senator uh, Sherrod Brown was the first senator to push reintroducing the Supplemental Security Income Restoration Act, along with Warren, Sanders, and 16 other uh, Democratic senators. Social Security was signed into law by President Roosevelt in August 1935. In addition to several provisions for general welfare, the new act created a social insurance program designed to pay retired workers age 65 or older by continuing income after retirement. Um, As stated by Senator Brown, the promise of Social Security is to ensure that no one in America should live in poverty, least of all our nation's seniors and people with disabilities. Alright, so what does Bill do? Mm -hmm. The SSI restoration bill um, increases the asset limit to $10,000 and $20,000 for emergencies up from $2,000 and $3,000 because it hadn't been updated. Uh, And then the rate increase of the SSI benefit is about 30%, uh, that which increases it to the to at least the federal poverty level. So nobody will be having benefits and living under the poverty level. Um, and then the marriage penalty is removed and individuals can receive up to 128th monthly from other sources with no penalties. Individuals who uh, can work will be able to earn up to $416 a month with no penalty and no more penalty on asset transfers. Recipients receive a maximum of $794 a month. The yearly benefits being from this are currently three quarters of the federal poverty level. There is an asset limit of $2,000, which hasn't been updated since 1989, and the penalties from being married or receiving outside in their, in, there are penalties from being married or receiving outside assistance. According to the SSA, if an SSI applicant has a monthly earnings of $1,300 or more in 2021, the applicant is considered to be engaging in quote unquote substantial gainful activity and will be considered disabled. In order to qualify for SSI, you were usually 65 plus or were disabled at a young age and did not have the privilege of accumulating enough work credits. It's important to note that if individuals on SSI automatically qualify for Medicaid in most states, being on SSI is often the only way for people with disabilities to receive the extensive health care they need. This part about Social Security is that really anybody can be disabled at any time. Not only that, but the elderly that are on Social Security have worked their whole life to be able to retire. And Social Security gives them that chance. And while it may seem like it's a insured thing that, oh, they'll retire and they'll be living a comfortable life, this bill basically 
allows the opportunity to live above the poverty line and not be poor or in debt while they can't work anymore. And the main issue when it comes to people with disabilities is um, obviously a lot of people who who have extensive medical issues may not be able to work the right amount of hours to actually qualify for healthcare. But the only way they can receive healthcare is being on Medicaid. And the only way that they can often get Medicaid is being on SSI, which has all of these, you know, um, limitations that especially disabled people didn't really ask for. Um, A lot of restrictions. Yeah, it's... It's very unfortunate. Out of all of the U.S. that is in poverty, which is 18% of the population, people on Social Security are 11.8% of that. That's wild. And the worst thing is, is what was the uh, the income per month originally? Uh, seven ninety four. So the original was 794 the median rent in oregon alone is 1110 it definitely leaves you in a position where you don't really you can't really afford to live right and like you can't really get help either because you're technically not supposed to so often you're also risking getting in trouble because literally there's no other option you just don't have option or you're also stuck in um more often you're also stuck in low income places which usually have a limitation on access to um public transit accessible you know shops and grocery stores and also hospitals which are all things disabled people especially really need and often don't have access to yeah people don't really think that you know you can become Anybody can become disabled at any time. Very true. Very true. And, and everyone everyone has... Disa- disability is kind of the only marginalized group that you can fall into basically at any time of your life. And mm. it's definitely... It's a, it's a shame we don't talk about it more. Yeah. Yeah, not only that, I feel like it's... It's very unfortunate that since... Social Security's introduction in, what, the 1930s by uh, President Roosevelt? Mm -hmm. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, ever since then, it's kind of been going downhill because it was originally set for, like, a temporary fund to help the elderly not work. And it was only supposed to last, like, 10 years, if I'm correct here. Which, as you can tell, we're well past 10 years. We're going on, what, 90? <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and it hasn't really been updated that often. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's, a lot of, there's a lot of, obviously, like, other issues that are surrounded by that. Definitely, like, like things like better healthcare systems could automatically fix half these issues, right? But, um, you know, it's just, it's the issue... Right is like it's not it wasn't made to last forever and it hasn't been updated because people now either don't want to or neglect and you can also I think connect it with ableism for sure of this thing of like oh people are 
you know, working for the money, but often people who are on, you know, full disability, which by the way, that's $794 a month means you are working zero hours and you are, and if you're earning any income, it's very minimal. Mm -hmm. Um, it often means that your your health and your disability is basically a full-time job, whether that be, you know, medication side effects, uh, chronic pain, doctor's appointments. Disabilities can often be a full-time job, and I think a lot of people don't really see that as a full-time job. Yeah. And I, I do feel like there are some situations where sometimes the system works well. Um, I'm not saying it always works well by any means, but when I was in high school, for instance, my dad was retired and on disability through the military, which he still received social security. So I received social security in turn because I was a dependent of his and that helped me buy the clothes that I needed, the food that I needed, you know, on top of like my child support. And it, it worked out to where we didn't go in debt. We had enough money. But mm -hmm. if I would say if that didn't happen and my dad was providing for me just off of the Social Security and his VA benefits, we definitely would have been below the poverty line. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah, there are definitely people who have been lifted, you know, near or above the poverty line. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, like 27 million people which obviously, yeah, I mean, what we have now is okay, but again, it leaves people in a situation that they can't really get out of, you um, know? I see. And there's not a lot of, you know, there's not a lot of wiggle room. There's also the fact that of like the, you know, the, the asset limit, right? $2,000, that's not a lot of money. Um, that's mm -hmm. not enough to save for emergencies. It's definitely not enough to save. Let's say you're a disabled person, right? And you want to start your own business. You need a good amount of money to start your own business. Yeah, you can't, sure. there's no wiggle room to even get out of the system. And obviously I'm mostly referring to younger disabled people, but you know, there's not a lot of wiggle room or financial ability to even get yourself out of the system because you have these, um, unrealistic limitations yeah, yeah. That for sure i i definitely agree with that thank you for your story brayden and thank you for your insight alexis that is super important like people need to get away to find a way out and they definitely need that extra boost from that this bill i think will provide so um and we're about we're wrapping up on our time so um, to close this out, I'd like to tell our classmates that they can sign a petition, text sign um, PSLOAE to 50409. And thank you for listening to our podcast. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.